Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin, and I'm a lecturer, speaker, and author of the Workship Books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We acknowledge that God is with us in our working lives and God takes delight in what we do. And we remember that God has a purpose for us in our work to represent Jesus to the people around us and to represent those same people back to God. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today, empowered by your spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 93. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. Indeed, the world is established, firm and secure. Your throne was established long ago. You are from all eternity. Seas have lifted up, Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of the great waters, mightier than the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. Your statutes, Lord, stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days. Our Bible reading for today is from Isaiah chapter 65, verses 17 to 25, which paints a vision for what life will be like in the new creation. Hear the word of the Lord. See, I will create new heavens and new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. Never again will there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who dies at a hundred will be thought a mere child. The one who fails to reach a hundred will be considered accursed. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build houses and others live in them or plant and others eat. For as the days of a tree, so will the days of my people. My chosen ones 
will long enjoy the work of their hands. They will not labor in vain, nor will they bear children doomed to misfortune, for they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb will feed together, and the lion will eat straw like an ox, and dust will be the serpent's food. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, says the Lord. One of my students, Charlie, worked for a factory that made wine bottles. He was particularly attracted to the furnace, where old bottles would be toppled in, heated to an enormously high temperature, allowing for all the mess and dirt and dross to burn away, and then molten glass would flow out and be moulded into new bottles. Many years later, when I got to meet him when he was studying at Bible College, Charlie was asked to preach at his local church, and he used this image of the furnace to talk about his vision of what happens to our working. This is one reading of the exegetical issue about what happens to our work after we die. 2 Peter 3.10 refers to the earth as we know it being dissolved in fire. It is almost as if nothing we do while on earth will be valuable or worthwhile. However, what if that fire is not a destructive fire, but a refining fire? Charlie describes what goes on in the furnace. At 1500 degrees Celsius, the temperature is so high, so intense, that nothing except the pure glass survives. It is refined. The paper, the scraps of rubbish, even the metal, they are burnt up and consumed. And what remains is pure, crystal clear, unblemished glass. It is new glass made from the good bits of the colour. I think this is a pretty good picture of what the new creation might look like with the old, refined, purified, changed and redeemed, but still in some way similar to the old. I wonder if you have thought about how long your work will last. It was N.T. Wright who first planted the idea for me that all our working might be used by God in designing the new earth. This has changed the way I see my work. What if my work might survive the hot blast of the furnace and be made new? It might be a new way of seeing things or a new technique or a new design. It might be the relationships I form with colleagues or customers. This idea of refining comes through in our Isaiah reading where the shortcomings and the problems this side of eternity are removed forever. There will be delight and joy instead of weeping and pain. What we build will be established by God rather than stolen and used by others. We will enjoy the work of our hands and our labour will not be in vain. We will enjoy healthy and happy relationships rather than conflict. Perhaps looking ahead enables us to see our work differently. 
because our work has eternal value. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. Our work has eternal value. Do you agree with the idea that your work will last? That your work is part of God's work of renewing the earth rather than bringing the earth to its end? Why do you agree with this? Or why don't you agree with this? I'll leave a space for you to consider that now. Take a moment to consider what part of your work has eternal value. Could it be in the good that you do or something creative that you do? Could it be in the relationships you establish? Take this moment to talk to God about the eternal value of your work. Imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead and particularly the ways your work can have an eternal impact? Forever, Lord, our imaginations are too shallow to comprehend what work in the new creation will be like. We admit that we are not sure what is eternal and what will pass of the work that we do now. As the writer of Ecclesiastes says, when we apply our minds to know wisdom and to observe the labor that is done on earth, people getting no sleep day or night, we see all that God has done. We cannot comprehend what goes on under the sun. Despite all our efforts to search it out, no one can discover its meaning. Even if the wise claim they know, they cannot really comprehend it. End quote. However, Lord God, you know the work that we do 
which will have eternal value. And so we put our trust in you. Take the work of our hands and establish it. Amen. We heard earlier about Charlie and the furnace and the idea of fire as a refining force. Malachi 3, 2 speaks about the coming of the Lord in these terms. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. Fire may actually set off alarms in your workplace, but perhaps you can take that image of soap, cleaning off dirt and germs. Every time you wash your hands at work, Pray that God might reveal the eternal value of the work you are doing. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that our work has eternal value. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before him. So now it's time to go to work. into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Cara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, you can join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Cara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, our work has eternal value.